Hello everyone. How the hell are you? How were the holidays? Mine were fine. Mine were fine. Mine were, yeah, mine were fine. Um, I hope y'all's were at least okay. If not, I'm giving you a virtual hug. Um, I got a new microphone for Christmas. Um, and I'm pretty sure this is way better. <laughs> I mean, I know it's way better than the microphone that I had. Um, and, uh, I'm really happy with it. I'm really happy with it. I know it's a little bit more, it's a lot more sensitive than the one that I had before, but it's also not nearly as fuzzy as the one that I had before, which I mean, stands to reason because the one that I got was like pretty cheap and the one that I have now is kind of the top of the line without being insanely expensive. Um, so if any of you are interested in podcasting or just getting a mic for whatever reason um the one that i have now is the blue yeti usb microphone and it comes in this like really nice steel chrome color um that i have the only thing that i don't like is that it didn't come with a stand well it comes with a stand but it doesn't come with like one where you can adjust the height which is kind of annoying like you would have to buy one separately um but you can definitely tell there's a spot for like a little mic stand to go under it for like if you wanted to adjust the height but kind of annoying that a hundred dollar mic doesn't come with its own fucking stand but that is besides the point today i'm in the mood to fight y'all i'm in the mood to fight as you can tell from the title of this episode i have a feeling reviewing a marvel movie is going to ruffle some feathers because if anytime anyone talks about a marvel movie it becomes like the end of the earth anytime someone has something maybe critical to say about a marvel movie people get so heated people get so freaking heated and you know, I got hands today. I got hands. If anybody wants to disagree with me about my review for this movie, I am all for it. I'm going to preface my review by saying I am not a Marvel dick sucker. I don't give a fuck about Marvel, really. Like, I don't think that they are the pinnacle of movie creation um like a lot of people do and so i have a tendency to maybe be more critical than a lot of people who fucking love marvel i like marvel but would i say i love marvel would i say i have seen every freaking marvel movie and watch them in order and know all the characters backwards and forwards no however actually not however in addition to that, I think Marvel has put out some bad movies. Movies that objectively should be labeled as bad movies. And since there is such a loyal and dedicated Marvel following, I think a lot of them have been able to get really great reviews on 
Rotten Tomatoes and the like because there's just people who will never have a bad thing to say about a Marvel movie because they're they're Marvel and because they there's a nostalgic and childhood connection to these movies for a lot of people. That's fine. I have accepted that. I've made peace with that. However, I don't have any of those strong childhood connections and I would say that there are a few Marvel movies that are just bad and don't deserve good ratings. This week, I'm going to review Spider-Man No Way Home. And let me just say this. Zendaya, 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 Zendaya. That woman is so fine. I will watch anything and everything that she is in and if I'm honest with y'all and if I'm honest with myself she's the only reason I watch this movie because Tom Holland is okay I mean I'm like I'm not attracted to him but I think he's a stand-up guy I do um and he's he's funny he actually has like a personality which is very rare to find in the male population like a personality that doesn't revolve around like (laughs) being a man i don't know i'm I'm about to i'm about to go on a tangent but i do enjoy tom holland but i especially enjoy zendaya in this spider-man movie everyone knows spider-man's true identity you would have had to watch the spider-man before this um before this one to know how all of that came about but in this movie spider-man no way home everyone knows peter parker is spider-man the public also knows who peter parker is friends with and because of that peter parker and his friends are denied admission to college because there's so much controversy about whether or not peter pan is like a vigilante or if he's actually a superhero and people don't want to be associated with him in public uh, because there's just a lot of hoopla about that so they get denied admission to the colleges that they're trying to go to and Peter Parker feels tremendously upset and guilty about that and so He goes to Doctor Strange to try and create a timeline where, or go back to the time when nobody knew who he was, nobody knew Peter Parker except for like his close friends and family. I am not going to say what happens because of that, but that's just kind of the setup. There obviously is going to be consequences and events that follow because Peter Parker tries to do this, but that is the general setup of this movie for a marvel movie i thought the first half of this was incredibly boring i almost fell asleep i couldn't tell what direction they were trying to take this movie and i was bored like i was i was genuinely bored and for marvel who has you know hundreds of millions of dollars in budget i just there's not really an excuse. There's not an excuse for that. You can hire the best writers. Like, I don't get it. 
not much happened in the first half of this movie and it's kind of a shame because I do feel like a lot of my life was wasted. I mean, not to be dramatic, but I think this movie is like two and a half hours. So to waste an hour and a half of my time, especially at a movie that's only in theaters right now, kind of rude. It's kind of rude. Once the movie did start going in a direction that I could see, I I did find this movie very enjoyable. And I know a lot of people were saying that this was the best Spider-Man movie ever made. I would amend that to say it's probably the best one except the Into the Spider-Verse animated Spider-Man because that is top tier. No one's fucking touching Miles Morales. You hear me? No Tom Holland, no Andrew Garfield, no Tobey Maguire is touching my man, Miles Morales. Having said that, though, I would kind of agree that this is the best Spider-Man ever made in terms of the special effects, the, I guess, love story. Um, I think Tom Holland is actually a pretty good actor, and I think this role really suits him. I know they're going to milk this cow for as long as Tom Holland agrees to keep making movies like they did Iron Man. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I will say that this is the best Spider-Man ever made outside of the Miles Morales movies. But I think that the bar for Spider-Man is kind of low. I really do. I I think the Into the Spider-Verse Spider-Man blew that whole franchise out of the water in terms of anything in that in the Spider-Man franchise that has ever been put out before but they they there's so much more artistic license that you can do in a animated movie that can't really get away with in a live action movie not to say that the Into the Spider-Verse movie was you know especially extraordinary to the way that it was fantastical not like that but there's a lot of i would argue there's a lot more that people can easily get on board with um like from an event standpoint and a story standpoint that is harder to get away with in a live action movie i love seeing my girl zendaya though i really do and i think she's such a good actor she really is and like she did her thing in this movie, and you could really tell that her and Tom Holland have a lot of chemistry on set and in real life, and that's always nice to see when it's, like, authentic and not, like, super over the top to try to, like, compensate for not actually having chemistry in real life or, you know, on set. So I appreciated that out of her and out of Tom Holland. I'm going to give a big thumbs down to the villains in this movie. They did not do shit with these villains. And like everyone knows, especially in superhero movies, but the better the villain, the better the movie. My case in point is um, Batman Dark Knight is that's the only that's the only good DC movie. And you know why? It's because Heath Ledger fucking killed it as Joker and had everybody shaking in their fucking boots, carried that whole fucking movie. And I I will say it's probably going to be, you know, it's probably going to 
be the best DC movie ever made. I don't think anyone's going to I don't think anyone's going to top that movie in the DC universe, at least not in the Batman world, in the Batman universe, whatever you want to call it. No one's topping that movie. I genuinely enjoyed the Joker movie, but that was because they did not focus at all on Batman and Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor too. So, not trying to downplay him at all. I think he's a great great actor and he played the role of joker so so well and i loved the angle of that movie and the writing and just the whole story of it so i know that they're probably going to try to make another one of that um but as he wasn't really like a villain in that movie it was just telling his like origin story um but that's why i still say batman dark knight best DC movie ever made and it's because the villain was incredible and everyone knows in superhero movies if you don't have a good villain it's not convincing and actually nobody wants to see just the superhero go through life happy-go-lucky without anyone who's really gonna give them like a hard time and who has like a good story another example of this is the avengers endgame movie i definitely was like okay thanos like low-key down with the cause a little bit down with the cause like i won't be mad if you win i if the avengers are no more and you wanna you know make half the half the universe disappear you know i'm i'm not gonna fight you i'm not gonna fight you and he was strong as hell. And he was fucking winning. And he was giving hands to all the adventure members. So I ain't mad at it. And that movie was good. I sat there for three hours. Enter the fuck taint. And so that was that is why I, I'm a little frustrated with Spider-Man No Way Home. Because these Marvel writers, these Marvel directors, these Marvel executives know. They know about you need needing a a good villain for a good superhero movie and they i don't know kind of seems like they actively were like nah not for this movie nah and i just don't get it i just don't get it i don't know if they're like picking picking and choosing which movies they really want to be successful i don't know but i didn't think that this movie for what it was was that great I think they could have done more and chose not to. Let's see what the people have to say. I'm ready for there to be nothing but stellar, 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 stellar reviews. Um, So I don't know if you feel the same way that I do about this movie. Just take these reviews with a grain of salt. You know, there's a lot of Marvel dick suckers out there. Okay, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, 8.9 out of 10 on IMDb, 4.8 out of 5 on Google Reviews. This person says, I'm speechless and overwhelmed. No amount of words can describe the emotions I felt today. This is one of the greatest fan services I've ever witnessed and thus marks one of the greatest MCU movies ever made. What they pulled off is nothing short of mind-blowing and commendable. Hats off to everyone involved and for making this dream a reality. 
This person said, Marvel still got it, folks. I guess that statement all on its own sums up the review for Spider-Man No Way Home. In this post-Endgame era, we have to admit we were all wondering how can Marvel top that phenomenal movie now that most of the original cast have parted ways from the studio. Although we did see glimmers of hope here and there with Marvel entries into the OTT space and its new initiatives such as Shang-Chi and Eternals. I still felt that there was something lacking with the new direction and I'm not sure if they could achieve that same magic again. But boy, did Marvel prove not just me but all the doubters wrong with this Spider-Man movie. Not giving away any spoilers, but this feels like a true Spider-Man flick after a long time. We see Peter reeling with the after effects of what happened in Far From Home, which not only affects him but the people closest to him. It was nice to see everyone in the movie more involved in the story than before. MJ, Ned, Happy, Aunt May, etc. are no longer side characters with fleeting impacts. They have a purpose in this movie, and that's to help Peter make the right choice and not the best choice for him. Benedict Cumberbatch is back as the mystical Doctor Strange, but not like how hardcore Sherlock fans would have wanted. He actually takes a break from most of the sequences, but makes his presence feel desirable and not overbearing. This last person said, The most awaited movie of 2021 turned out to be an absolute masterpiece, with the hype and the wait being worth it. Experiencing this movie in theaters with the audience's reaction was spectacular and something this movie deserves since there's no better way to watch it as, as you can share your joy and excitement with many fans within the room. Thanks to the amazing director John Watts, everything regarding the action, story, and much more were amazing and it is easily one of the best MCU slash Spider-Man movies which in my case, it's up in my top three list, along with Endgame and Infinity War. After two days of watching it, I'm still shocked, happy, yet I still can't believe what Marvel and Sony have done. But I can agree with many fans that this is indeed a love letter to all Spider-Man fans, and I know Stan Lee is smiling from above. Side note, I love Tom Holland's performance in this movie, as it is better than his previous movies. This is therefore a 10 out of 10 in my book, and for those who are planning on watching it, please watch it in theaters to get the proper experience. As I thought, a lot of people only really had good things to say. And I think I mostly have good things to say about this movie. I just wish I could see a clearer direction for the first half of the movie. Because it just was a little all over the place. But I agree. In the last half of the movie, it was a really great story. There was some really great acting. And I appreciated what everyone did in that movie. And for a superhero movie, it was done really, really, really well. Not as good as Endgame, I would say, but it's for specifically for the Spider-Man universe outside of Miles Morales. I it's it's the best one ever made. Um, but still room to improve, I think. What I've come to learn in my twenty-four, almost twenty-five years of life is not that many people can actually play a good villain. I don't think there are that many actors out there who can effectively portray a villain that's humanizing, but evil and up to par with like the quote-unquote power of a superhero or a protagonist. Um... And I feel like oftentimes, oh, well, I will say very rarely do we ever get a movie where the villain and the superhero are so evenly matched that it's a toss up as to what the fuck is going to happen in the movie. And I'm like gripping my seat 
to figure it out like to to see the end of like where the movie is gonna go and like what's gonna happen along the way and i think we got that in endgame we got that in dark knight um i'm trying to think i think we got that in one of the captain america movies um but you know we don't get it that often and i don't think we got it in spider-man no way home but i think we're gonna see probably at least two more spider-man movies with tom holland before he maybe calls it quits um so maybe we'll get there maybe we'll get there but so far i don't think we've gotten that i'm going to give spider-man no way home an eight out of ten i do agree with what a lot of people are saying about it being the best spider-man ever made but the bar is low for that the bar is low for spider-man i gotta say so the best i'll give it is an eight out of ten i don't got no more hands for this movie or for y'all Marvel stands after this. That's all the criticism I'm going to say. Um, and so thank you for listening to another episode of Film with CJ. My name is CJ. My pronouns are they, them. If you like this podcast, follow me on Twitter at Film with CJ. Let's talk about this fucking movie. Let's talk about all any other movies I have talked about on here or any movies that you would like to hear me review maybe just a suggestion um also give me a five-star review or give me any review you know what i'm saying give me a review let's chat see ya <laughs>